Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Hello, friend. How are doing? I'm sweaty. Oh. <laughs> Do you wear, like, little shorts underneath your dresses so your legs don't rub together? Um. Yes, often. Not right now, because I'm in my home and I'm not doing a lot of walking around. But, yeah, thigh savers. Love them. Yeah, those really, oh. that need really crept up on me over the past year. And yeah. uh, can't can't live without them this summer. They're great. I also just love in case like a unexpected gust of wind mm-hmm. uh, finds me. I don't have to worry if anyone sees uh, my ill-fitting underwear. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh. I just love the idea of wearing two pairs of underpants. But yesterday I forgot <laughs> that I had two pairs on. And of course, like I was in a working mode and forgot to go to the bathroom for, I don't know, five hours. And I then accidentally getting them off, ripped my interior pair of panties because I was in such a rush. But then I was like, it doesn't matter because I have this other pair of underpants. Yeah. So there's lots of reasons to wear them. Why did Alicia wear two pairs of underwear in case she got a hole in one? Uh, Doesn't make sense because it's usually the golfer. That was my favorite joke when I was six years old. But it's a good one, though. It's a classic. Speaking of jokes, um, we have a lovely returning guest. It's the only the second time she's been on the podcast. And that's because she's very famous. And I always say something creepy or DM her afterwards and try to, like, you know, parlay this into like a real life friendship and she's like that's cool um she's an actor she's a voice actor she's a comedian uh she's a writer of wrongs it's nancy robertson i am the writer of wrongs (laughs) listen i want to go back to the two underpants that is is i think that's a fantastic name for a broadway play two Two underpants underpants. one girl Two yeah. underpants, one girl. Wow, yeah. it would be a one woman show then. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, more one. What? Well, yeah, one woman show, but two there pairs could of underpants. Guys, but there's just one woman in it. Oh, are the underpants sentient in the play? Whoa. Like, do they, are they alive? There's Do they have feelings? Sentient no. in the way that they are scented. <laughs> yes, you get your own underpants, you dirty That's dog. What that means, right? <laughs> yes, you speak. Yeah, they're your sentient. Underpants. <laughs> Although, anyways, underpants and sweat. That's the topic of today's oh, podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a, a magic sweaty, word. sweaty out there. It is. Uh, we are not, once again, prepared for this heat wave because we didn't expect to get two in one summer. I've been trying to buy a an air conditioner since the last one, and every single air conditioner in Canada that works for my situation is sold out. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just gone. Good Lord. I know yeah. it's unbelievable. Like it's really gross. Like it's there's you know I just it's taken the fun out of summer. The summer fun. <laughs> it's taken yeah. the summer fun away. And uh, I just I don't want to do anything. No. I mean that's kind of my problem a lot of the time. Sure. But I just I just don't feel like doing anything. Like any any answer to any question that somebody asks me normally is <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> during the heat wave i don't care yeah I mean, whatever too hot you to know? care yeah, yeah. my it only is plan is care. to try to get back inside like between the hours yeah. of 11 a.m and 8 p.m just avoiding outside as much as possible yep unless i'm just hosing down hank which is very fun yeah that sounds fun i would like that if he loves it hank lets you yeah, but he, the thing that's really joyful about it is that he gets so excited by the hose that he scream barks at it. <laughs> and we live in a very, like, busy apartment area. And uh, I noticed my very quiet 
neighbor was always packing up his book quietly and going back into his house. And it took me like, <laughs> I was like, so I'm like loving spraying my dog and how cute he is and filling up the baby pool for him. Uh, and <laughs> I turned around, the neighbor was gone. And finally yesterday I was like, oh, it's the barking for sure. Like people close windows. So I have to be careful how much time I dedicate to spraying down this little sheep that lives with me. It's a celebration of, of water. Are you staying cool, Jessica? Uh, I just don't go outside until the sun goes down, basically. Yeah. Uh, my apartment's pretty cool uh, because it's just like gets no sunlight. And it's just covered uh, in beautiful, beautiful shade. But um, I did have plans today to uh, go to Burns Bog with my friend Barb. Who uh, just Barb yesterday, at Burns Bog? Bob, yeah, it's like Barb's Bob Bog. Bob Bog. Yeah, uh, she turned seventy three yesterday. So we were we had planned this, and we were all excited. And two nights ago, I went out for a walk, like right around sunset. Like it was like nine, and uh, my asthma got really bad. And I mm. checked my uh, the weather app on my phone, and I was like, oh, it's uh, the air is bad. <laughs> like the air is poison. That's why I can't breathe right. Um, and so I made a decision this morning that I was going to cancel on the bog trip with Barb. And she's 73, was a smoker most of her life until she had a heart attack and then needed open heart surgery. And I was the one who canceled. And she was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> so you're a horrible person. I'm yeah. the worst. It's yeah, just, it all the boxes. just move on. Yeah, I need to get over it. But I just love that she's like twice my age and she's like, are you up for it? And I was like, how are you? Like, it's a heat wave. And we're going to drive out to Delta, which is like for people not from Vancouver. It's like, I don't know, over a half hour drive into a suburb, which I don't know very well. So I don't know how the air is going to be there or how much shade there is. Too, too many unknowns. Yeah, I was just like, I don't want to drive this lovely senior out into the suburbs and then have an asthma attack and not be able to get her back. When you mentioned her open heart surgery and that she's a smoker, I had this really strong visual of they opened her up her heart and there's just a perfectly lined up cigarette. <laughs> I don't know right. why. It's a pack of cigs instead of a heart. Yeah, and like, they just take that out, sew her back up and she's yeah, good they to were go. like, Oh, this is what was causing all the problems. That'd be a lot easier. That'd yeah. be way easier, 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 can I speak? <laughs> your, your vision of what surgery is like is the game operation. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the buzzer yeah. goes off. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is that is such a good game. That's a hard game. It is a hard game. You think you got steady hands? You do not. No, you don't. You, don't. you chess players can suck it. Try playing operation. Yeah. yeah. They should That's do a Netflix uh, series about that, operation. See, That'd I would so watch much better. that. <laughs> but it's a real body. <gasps> oh, like oh. a gritty, oh. like a gritty like HBO, Nick, but a reality version, right? Yeah, like so. But you have the same tools as they had at the turn of the century, <laughs> and you're just you. as high, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. on on uh, morphine or whatever. Is Clive yeah. Owens there? That's all. yeah. He's <laughs> the body you have to operate on. No. And you're like, oh no, the kind of operation I want to do. It's different. <laughs> It's different. with my mouth. You gotta um, remove the cigarette <laughs> from his what? What? bathing well, suit maybe, area. Maybe your mouth is your surgical tool. Yeah. Some have said as much. You are um, an avant-garde <laughs> surgeon pushing boundaries. I just need to put this on the record that after Barb had her heart attack, she stopped 
smoking. She's no longer a smoker. So well, that's good to know. Good yeah, for smoking so hard on the body. My yeah. neighbor is a chain smoker, and I opened up uh, my closet the other day, and uh, like literally a puff of smoke came out. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I just can't bring myself to speak to him. He's so nice. But same with my cupboard in my bathroom. When I open it up, it just smells like cigarettes. That's my bad. dad uh, smoked three packs a day. Oh, wow. And and it and you know and when I was a kid, I'm not sure if I if I talked about this the last time, when we'd be up at this our summer cabin, and it, this was back in the seventies. My dad would light a cigarette, and then I was a little kid, and we were sitting on the wharf, and my dad had his you know his beer open, his labats, had lit a cigarette and put it down on the edge of the wharf, and I you know happy jolly little kid prancing down the wharf, I you know just I have a great time, and I step on a cigarette, no. it burns the shit out of my foot. I scream, and my dad's response was, Jesus Christ, I just lit that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was oh, a I different so many time. questions. It really yeah, was. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Dad, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm literally scarred in more than one way for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. No, that's just, that just the way it was. He loved me, and it was just a totally different, totally different time. Yeah, you know, somebody on Twitter had a tweet that, I don't know, got several likes, enough for me to see it because I didn't follow the person, said the problem with today's kids or like young people is that they never were beaten as they were when they were children. Oh, jeez. And I was like, that's not the problem. No. <laughs> like, that's no. not anything we needed to bring into like other no. generations. No, that's something that we can do without. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, you got that part way wrong for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing there's no no good growth that comes from that. No, no, no. It's just so. trauma. Yeah. I mean, which builds character, but terrible character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my Jesus. mom smokes. My mom still smokes. But um, when I was a kid, I remember like sitting on my uncle's lap and he accidentally burnt me with his cigarette and he was so mortified. And I don't remember it barely. I just remember that it hurt and I have have a scar from it. But it was a really different time. Like, we used to go to the store and buy cigarettes for our parents or cigars oh, yeah. or wine yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they'd let us take home, <laughs> we would take it home for them. I remember wow. going, I would, I would always be the one that when somebody, you know, when mom or dad would say, who wants to go to the store? I, well, I would raise my hand because I would take the change and yeah. buy myself something, yeah. you know, while Hot I went down there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was game to do it. And they sold it to you. They didn't care less. I could barely reach over the counter and I'm walking home with a mitt full of smoke. So yeah. okay. it was like. <laughs> also, if they didn't sell it to you, it was easy enough just to ask the next adult going in to do it for you. <laughs> oh, we did that with booze. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. Tapping. Too. Did you call it tapping? We called it booting. Oh. Get someone to boot for you. Oh. I don't know why. But I've that's never heard called. either. Yeah. I think I only did that once because I was that kid that when I was 13 looked like I was 18. Oh, wow. Oh. But I just looked the same for like <laughs> the rest of my life, <laughs> like until I was like 35. <laughs> as long as we're telling our uh, getting burned by cigarette stories, uh, I have mine, which uh, listeners can have a visual for. The dress that I'm wearing in our podcast photo that's like blue with polka dots, like one of my favorite dresses. Love this dress. The reason why I was able to grab it so quickly is because it's in my mending pile because there is Ooh, a, a cigarette oh. burn. I was at By a whom? Uh, former guest, Rennie Wilson. Uh, I was at a show in Montreal. It was like one of those real cool after hours in some basement where you could smoke inside. And I was 
sitting on a couch and he was sitting on the back of the couch uh, behind me and he was smoking and the ash just like the cherry or whatever it is like all of a sudden I was like oh did something stab me and then I was like what's going on and he was mortified and you know was very apologetic but it went straight through the dress and I'm still however many years later being like how do I fix this it melted my dress I really like the fact you have a mending pile oh Oh, yeah I have a dry cleaner I've got I got my little sewing scissors right here. I've got like pins and needle. Whoop, <laughs> dropping them on my computer. I've got my thread. I've got like my little sewing kit. It's like I can't uh, relax ever. <laughs> Are you somebody who can do a lot of things? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really fun head. when yeah. Jessica's like, oh, I think I have something. And then she opens up some magical area. And she lives in a very small apartment, but everything is so well organized. And she's like, yeah, I have it right here. And she'll open up like an old suitcase and everything's so beautifully arranged inside. And everything I own is just like looks good because I shove everything that I don't want to look at into a closet. I mean, I did that for years. And then I realized like, oh, all the shoe boxes in here are just like every time someone came over, I just would wipe everything off the coffee table and put in a shoe box. And then I was like, I have like 50 identical shoe boxes full of the same stuff. And then I was like, I'll organize it. But yeah, if we're watching TV or a movie, like I can't just not be doing something with my hands. Uh, I guess like most of the clothes I wear are vintage. And all that means is like you're going to have to fix them because they're falling apart. <laughs> but you also darn socks and tights like you. That's amazing. I used yeah, like to. I just have a pile of things that will never get repaired, including like a beautiful pair of pajamas I've only worn two times because a button fell off and it's an important button. Give, give it to me. I'll sew it back on. I love I doing know, that I stuff. I want help with my messy life. <laughs> I, I kind of get shame. creeped out by vintage things. I kind of, uh, I have this thing that they're, that you're kind of wearing other people's do you mean dead issues or yeah, like yeah, it's I, haunted. I, I bought a pair of uh, vintage pajamas down in when I was living in LA for a while, and uh, and I really liked them because I imagined they had the big white stripes and they were an old men's pajamas, and I thought I could just see some, you know, some big beefy producer with a you know <laughs> cigar the size of a baseball bat hanging out of its mouth, and you know, and so I thought it'd be really cool to get them. And, of course, hemmed them. Um, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to make a joke. Yeah, yeah. No, I had, of course, I had to. Uh, yeah, I had to hem them. Well, I didn't hem them. I lied. I don't have a uh, mending pile. I had somebody else hem them. And one time I was, I, I guess, oh, I know. I, I wore them one night when I was watching TV, and I had a craving for something that wasn't really good. So I went to a 7-Eleven, and I drove. I just put had a big old pea coat over my pajamas, and they're very silky. And I went in and I, there was a lineup at 7-Eleven and I'm standing in the in the lineup. And this was before people wore pajama looking clothes where it was kind of, you know, cool to do. And and, and I'm big for, but I kind of got the looks, you know, you know, the squirt in a big peacoat and these baggy men's pajama bottoms. And I'm standing in the line and I'm just, I'm cranky. I want what I want. And I want to get out of there. And there's a lineup. And all of a sudden I feel this kind of breath of air just hit my legs. Oh, I'm no. like, what is that? My pajama bottoms had <gasps> slipped because oh, no. they had a silk tie as well. Slipped right oh, down no. to the ground. So I was oh, there my gosh, Nancy. with my bare legs, with a pea coat, <laughs> and my pajama bottoms resting on the floor of a 7-Eleven in the lineup. 
And so I just kind of casually just bent out, excuse me, <laughs> went down, pulled up my pants, kind of shoveled it underneath my, my peacoat because I wasn't wearing underpants. They're pajamas. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't missed two pairs of underpants. I was, was going to say, I always wear underpants. <laughs> I don't like the seam touching my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, these pants, the seam of these pajama pants were nowhere near like my vagina <laughs> at any stage of wearing them. My the, the, That seam was down around my knees. Yeah. 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 So there was no friction of any of any sort at any time. And that's why you didn't know they'd fallen down because they're so silky. And also probably the lining of your pea jacket, your pea coat was like also silky, I'm guessing. No, yeah, I can fight against it. No, the inside was just it was just Just like burlesque eczema girl. It was all wool. So. I think that that was the ghost of the former owner of your oh, pajamas pranking yeah. you, being like, yeah. this is how you you wear my silky... No dame's going to wear my pajamas. My silky Jim Jams at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Jimmy Jim Jams. My Jimmy Jim Jams. I've never had a lot of luck myself buying vintage clothing, and I don't like clothing swaps, and I'm like a little bit weird about clothes. Like, they are very important to me, and they mm-hmm. the way that they... They look and I don't know, like when I get into a vintage store, it's just overwhelming. I always get get something home that I think is OK and then it's not OK. And I never wear it and just end up taking it back to a store or giving it to charity. Oh. And so I just don't do it. And I try not to to buy too much, although I'm guilty of, of that as well. Um, I have one vintage thing that I love and it's a summer dress and it's must be from the 70s or the 60s and it's just like thin perfect for a day like today and it has like some strange and like pretty embroidery on it and that's it that's the only vintage thing that I own that, that I wear nice. oh wow that's lovely I just went through my entire closet like a month or so ago and I realized that like most of the stuff I have is is vintage and I was like how what did that happen and I guess it's because like if I buy new stuff, I'm not buying like really quality stuff that is built to last. Like it just seems like new stuff isn't meant to last. And that's what yeah, I a lot of it isn't. Yeah. And it's like, you know, how fashion works, like people don't want to wear the same thing for more than a season or a year or whatever. But I'm like, when I want something, I like I have nostalgia about dresses I had when I was five that I'm like, damn, oh, yeah. can't believe oh, I got yeah. rid of that. And I was like, that wouldn't fit. <laughs> like, why am I? Why would I still want that? But something in the moment, like there's, it's the same thing with this, this vintage dress that I have. Like I really love uh, small details that are embroidered. I always have, I always will. Doesn't really suit me. Like I have a few pieces I like, but what I loved was when I was a kid, I had a pair of corduroy pants with embroidered tulips on the knees. Oh, nice. And that was it. I was just like, this is my jam for life. I thought adulthood, you'd have pants like that. You probably no. can. I'm gonna get some made. I'm gonna you can wear pants it. like yeah. You, you can, can wear, wear pants. You want. want 2021. Yeah, own your pants, woman. Yeah, mm. yeah. I chop okay. like I think I'm Tilda Swinton. Like I'll come <laughs> oh. oh, which is really bad. You I know, saw it, as you Instagram know, I'm barely post. five feet. And I'll go in and I'll buy these like and I'll try these clothes. I go, oh, those are great pants, or that's a great blouse, which is like like a nightshirt. And um, and I think for some reason, and I'll, or either I'll get big baggy pants. <laughs> and I go, oh yeah, these are great. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, these are great. And then I go get them hand once again. I do not have a um, mending pile, so I get them hand. And I just go out and I go to put them on. I go, what the fuck? 
was I thinking? I'm the like, same. I do. I, 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 I do. Like, it, it's like, and I don't know. I do it all the time. It's like, why do I think in my mind that I've got the Tilda Swinton body? That's just, that's but you just have the sad. Tilda Swinton taste. Yeah, you've got and, the eye. Uh, and that's, I, love, I love her style. Maybe that's yeah. it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've got to kind of take a good long look in the mirror. It's tough, though. Like, I, I feel like the things that I wear are very plain. And, but the things that I love are very colorful and big. Uh, but that's not me. Like, when I wear them, I feel like they're wearing me. But I love fashion so much so that I can appreciate it, almost any degree of it. But yeah, when it comes to wearing something, like give me a plain wool sweater and a pair of jeans and a pair of boots and I'll wear the shit out of it. But a colorful dress that I spent like hundreds of dollars on, it'll yeah. get wear- worn once. Oh. And I'll feel like a clown the entire fucking time. <laughs> I know I know exactly that feeling. I do the same, the, the opposite thing. I buy clothes that are good for little boys. Like I said, I, I dress like Opie and Tilda Swinton. So that would be twopy, I guess, because <laughs> I love it. it's, it's the twopy style. Like, I can't get it right. Like, it's either. But those but are it's both just, great. It's how you feel in your head, right? That it's spectrum like, is, it, it is excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's not working for me, though. <laughs> that spectrum. When I went through my entire closet, I've made a pile of things that are too long for me, but I love and will never get rid of. And my mother, I don't have a sewing machine. I just mend everything by hand. But my mother, who is retired, and lives in Langley and hasn't really been doing much lately, has a sewing machine. And I was like, would you be interested in hemming some things for me? And she was like, boy, would I ever. So I was (laughs) just like, okay, there's a lot because people will be like, oh, here's this weird vintage dress. Jessica will like it. And I'm like, yes, but I, it's about a foot too long for me. And I just can't take the plunge of like chopping that much fabric off by myself. Cause I'm like, I'm not experienced enough with that. But Lorna, my mother, she's she's I a pro. I think all moms should be called Lorna. I agree. It is a good mom name. It's such yeah. a good mom name. Yeah. It's like, like sexy and cool. <laughs> that's what you get out of Lorna? Yeah, I've sexy never met Lorna. Cool. So I've imagined this like kind of sexy, cool, quiet lady. I can't, uh, Quiet, yes. Uh, cool, yes. I don't know. She's like a big sci-fi fan. <laughs> yeah, this um, is how I'm imagining her. Maybe that's sexy. I don't know. It's uh, Anyways, I just want to make one point for both of you. You both have excellent taste in clothing and in your homes. And oh I, my goodness. Nancy still has this like iconic outfit that she wore to our first podcast recording with her. And I've chased the dragon myself like on that outfit. I can't even remember what it was now. I remember it in such great detail. A tube top and a poncho? (laughs) (laughs) It was these pajama pants that had fallen down to your ankles (laughs) and you were wearing an underwear. Um, You were wearing a peacoat, a white t-shirt, a pair of like really nice dark denim jeans, and then these very cool black boots. I do remember. Oh, I think now. I know yeah. the boots. I think I know the boots. Yeah, I messaged yeah. you about them. It yeah. took me a year to like to ask about them, and then I fell down a boot hole, and I was like, "These are Nancy's boots. They're not yours." So yeah, and I think you both have such such beautiful taste. So well, on that note, the same to you. Yeah, it's sake. mutual. You posted a picture of like a floral dress. You were oh, wearing I took it off day. right away. I it's, got out of the house and I felt like a clown and then I went back like, in and put on a navy dress. My favorite thing I've ever seen. It was so beautiful. I know the like, picture. It yeah, it was like a blue dress with orange roses and I was like, oh, mwah, it's beautiful. Mm. It's like summer encapsulated in one dress. It was perfect and you look great yeah. in it. I walked out of the house and I felt like I was wearing, it's actually Rempel past guest's dress that I bought from oh, wow. her. 
Nice. Well, anyway, well. speaking of buying shit and things, let's transition oh, yeah. to a round of retail nightmares before my bedtime. Um, <laughs> Nancy, do you have a retail nightmare or experience or dream that you'd like to share with us? Well, I keep thinking, like, I, I talked about, I think, the ones when I worked in retail uh, mm-hmm. the last time that I was on. Let me just see. And I'm so sorry because I'm so unprepared. Uh, we can do That's what I took one on my tombstone. I was not prepared for this. Um, <laughs> Perfect. What is it? Uh, there is something that's in the back of my head that I think I remember coming back and telling Brent about. And I can't. Do you want us to get started? I can tell yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm going to go first this week. Uh, that's a, another one of one of my retail kind of experiences. It borders on a nightmare. There's a couple of details I hope both of you think are funny. I went to the bank to get change. I live in an apartment building. It's very old, and we have still have coin. We have one coin washing machine, one coin dryer, and I needed laundry money. So I went to the CIBC nearby, and I've just always had. I know CIBC is evil. I've always had such great customer service there. And it's always very pleasant at any branch I go to, and I really appreciate that. Uh, so I got in line. I was really surprised. There was a lineup, and there's only a couple of tellers working. And one of the people that they were helping needed a little bit of extra help, plus someone was being trained at the same time. So that was like, that was never going to happen for me. And then there's just one other cash open, and everything was moving really slowly. And there's this guy ahead of me, and he wasn't wearing a mask, which is so jarring and it actually said on the front of the door of the cibc to wear a mask not optional yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i was like look at this guy and he's like laid back tall man probably in his mid-20s like very tanned wearing board shorts and just a tank top and a baseball cap and i noticed he's not wearing a mask and i'm like fuck Ugh. okay uh then he takes off his baseball hat and he had the craziest haircut it was shaved all the way to his ears and like maybe like a quarter inch of growth and then just a mullet right down the back. Whoa. And I mean, if he was wearing a mask, I would have respected that haircut a bit more because it was kind of cool. But it made me laugh because I hadn't expected it when he removed the cap. But it was yeah. just like <laughs> kind of the haircut you give your doll when you're a kid and then your, your baby brother and you get in so much trouble for. Uh, you're the neighbor's kid. Uh, you're like, I'll give you bangs. Uh, <laughs> nobody's here. I found these scissors. Um, so he's ahead of me and he gets to a teller and he is from New Zealand. He's lived here for a while and he's closing his account because he's moving home. And I'm like, I'm sure they don't want you back. (laughs) They've really like nailed (laughs) COVID over there. And you're like basically a walking advertisement for COVID related sex. Um, (laughs) So the woman is making like very nice chit chat. He's like, you know, he has this lovely Kiwi accent. And she's like, so you're sure you want to close your bank account? He's like, yes. And and then he says, oh, can I do some printing while I'm here? What? And... (laughs) she doesn't understand she's like oh do you want to print off some account balances or some transactions he's like no i was wondering if i could like print my flight information oh my lord here. and she's like i'm sorry i don't understand he's like well i'd like to print my visa paperwork and i'm just wondering if you can do that for me and there's just this beat where she's like no <laughs> go to a library and it's right across from a a place where you can print london drugs uh my heaven jessica's purgatory and it was just so funny like there's just this kind of guy that like probably gets a lot of stuff done for him because he's like passively like conventionally attractive the haircut right. she doesn't know about the haircut because he's, he's still wearing bro. his cap yeah and like he's like i'm just gonna make this woman who's like working in a pandemic risking her like, life risking her life see if she can do some fucking paperwork for me 
It was mind-boggling. Wow. Good Lord. Well, if you can't print something for me, do you mind if I lick the partition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, there's like all these little notes, like, can you sanitize before and after each kind of thing that you do, like handing your card? And the, not once did his little, his little paw pump that pump. I just love it when people True. try to get people to do stuff because they're lazy. And they're like, oh, you're here. Well, they've obviously get a, get a, it's obviously, yes. like you said, it must be effective for them. It's worth yeah, it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I do that, if I ask somebody to do something, I generally feel guilty right away. Oh, And yeah. then I just make a fool of myself. No, I'm sorry. No, I, what's wrong with me? I can do that. I mean, you got better things to do than that. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. You know? <laughs> so I can't, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. He didn't even that. like, I think even as she's saying no, it was such an unfamiliar concept to him that he is being turned down. And I guess what he would have had to have done was to get on his phone, email her at the bank all of the documents, and then she would have printed it off on this shared printer. <laughs> and there's, there's still no a way. lineup. Like, there's a, people are waiting. There is no air conditioning in there. Do you mind if, uh, do you think you'd give me a lift to the airport? Yeah, it's almost <laughs> there. It was so funny. Wow. And flip-flops. 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 Flip-flops during a pandemic is another thing where I'm like, we should give those a, like a, we should give those a miss for a while as well. And he said, open, open clothing. This guy was doing it all. Open feet. He was hitting all your buttons. Yeah. yeah. That Checking all the boxes. Convertible hair top he had. Ooh, hair top. Visible haircut. toes. Hello, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my two pairs of underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met the twins? Oh, they're here. <laughs> they're exactly the same. Have you met the, met, yeah, met the cotton twins? Yeah. One's a cotton twin, but one's a synthetic twin. It's real Ooh. stretchy. Um, plus, it's flesh colored. I look a lot like Mrs. Doubtfire when I have them on. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jessica, um, do you have a thing? Yeah, it's very brief. It's just I it was funny. I had like a very brief flirtation with wanting to apply for a job. Uh whoa, whoa, this week, whoa. hey, hey, hey. No, which no, 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 is no. something I have not felt the urge to do in quite some time. I've been unemployed all of 2021. Uh and loving it. Um this thing came up, it was sort of unexpected and it's not something I ever thought that I could see myself doing but someone messaged me to say like hey someone told me that they thought you should do this and I think you should do it too and then like all these other people started being like you should do this and I was like should I do this no I can't and then they were all like sort of building me up and like being very I don't know like very positive and like it made me think of myself in a way you know that I didn't and I was like oh like this is kind of cool this is kind of exciting and I feel like yeah and then I talked to another person and within like 15 minutes I was like nope not gonna do this I'm not gonna <laughs> this is not gonna happen so it was just like a, I felt like I got whiplash basically because I was just feeling so positive and then I was immediately like why did I even I can't believe I felt that half an hour ago so Jay and I went out for a walk and I was feeling kind of weird. And I was like, I just think I need to clear my head. And like, it's just been a, a lot of emotions. And when you go out on a walk like that in summertime, you find yourself at Dairy Queen. 
<laughs> yes. That's where you end up. That's yeah. the night that it happens. You're like, I think my my yearly blizzard is going to happen tonight. Um, so we actually we had turned home and then I was like, but we were kind of heading towards the Dairy Queen, which is pretty far. It's like in in kits. But so we went. Uh, it, I think they're open till 5 a.m. They're open like pretty oh my late. Gosh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Seriously? Dairy Queen is open to 5 a.m.? Yeah, this one. This one. Um, I have to get my vintage pajamas on and go over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was surprisingly busy. There was a lot of people in there. And there was like, I, it was about midnight that we were there. Squares. You couldn't do it at 5 a.m.? I, I try. I needed it now. <laughs> I needed my mini size blizzard and onion rings Ooh. now. They shouldn't go well together, but they do. It's they sound weird. great. Yeah. And there, yeah, there was families with like many kids, like maybe not all their kids, like maybe some cousins. There was like a weirdo guy sitting in a corner. Uh, there were older people. There were younger people. And then there was me. And I was the only one wearing a mask. There was oh, maybe wow. like 20 customers and I was the only one wearing a mask. And for the first time, I had that feeling that I was the weirdo. I was like the alien because Mm-mm. I hadn't, I like left the house with nothing, like no purse or anything. But Jay had brought a mask in his pocket. So he gave me the mask. I went in with his uh, credit card and the machine didn't like the tap didn't work. So I couldn't remember his pin. So I had to like <laughs> awkwardly like be like, I'll just be right back and went outside and like asked Jay what his pin was and then had to come back in. And the whole time, like everyone was just around me. <laughs> maskless and i was like I'm and the weirdo. and then they it like <laughs> they got busy with other people understandably because i like had to leave and come back but so the, i was holding my little mini size blizzard with the red spoon sticking out and i was waiting for the onion rings and like i could see them they were just sitting right there but they had to like put them in the bag and put a you know ketchup in and whatever and so i was standing there and like i wanted to eat the blizzard so bad but i also didn't want to take my mask off inside also i should say all the employees were wearing masks because they <laughs> don't want to die. They don't want to die. Yeah. And they're having to deal with all of those. Jesus. Yeah. It was just so surreal. It was very, I mean, it wasn't that long. I was in and out and then on the rest of my walk with my bizarre snack. But like, yeah, it just felt so, so surreal to be like, oh, I'm, they all look at me like I'm the weirdo. Like I'm too cautious or something. And I was like, this is weird. Well, they're going to feel real silly when they reinstate the mask mandate in two weeks. Yep. If not, well, I hope. Well, I hope they do. Did I ever tell you the story about me and and a soda spoon when you said the red spoon? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I had a, do we have time? Just to make it quick. Of course. Oh, gosh. We have all the time time for you. Yeah, I don't, I just, it's just changed my view on soda spoons forever. I had a mini operation years ago. Well, I guess around, I don't know, 18 years ago. It was just a little day surgery. So they get home and they say, okay, here, take these Tylenol 3s with codeine, you know, Mm -hmm. for the next, you know, couple of days until any discomfort goes. And I'm thinking, I'll just keep taking them until they're gone. So so I I took them and I finished off the whole bottle. And um, and then I realized on day 10 after the surgery. Oh, no. Huh. Oh, no. I haven't had a bowel movement in 10 days. Oh. Oh, this isn't right, is it? So <laughs> then, I, then I go, oh, well, it, it'll, it'll happen. I'll, I'll know what I'll do. I'll go up to Shopper's Drug Mart and I'll get a laxative. Prune juice. And, uh, which I've never done before. I, I had never done before or since, actually. 
So um, in case you're wondering, um, <laughs> so I go to shower. So I get the laxative. So I go home and I take the take the bit of the laxative, and the laxative starts something, but it's not doing the right thing. Oh no! Oh. So I start feeling that I'm getting these horrible cramps. I'm in, in horrible pain. So I didn't know who to call. So I called my dad and I said, "Dad, I think I need to to no." I called my mom. And she said, you need to, to call a doctor. And I said, well, it's Sunday, Mom. What am I going to do? She said, I'll call the doctor and see if you've got a doctor on call. Because I was, you know, bent over. And the, the doctor, the house called with a little black bag. I'm not kidding. It was terrific. Oh, wow. So he, he comes by my apartment and he said, I think you're going to have to go to the hospital. And I went, uh. are you serious? And he said, yeah. He said, because of all the coding, he said, you have cement in there. And ah. now you've taken something that is slamming and trying to push the cement, but it's not going to go. And I went, oh, okay. So then I called my dad, and he took me to the UBC emergency. And they put me in the emergency, and of course, I'm embarrassed. I said, what's your issue? But I was really cranky. I said, I have not had a bowel movement in 10 days. Wow. Like, 10 days? Oh. I said, no. Yeah. And so they said, well, okay, well, we'll put you in the room. And then <laughs> they come in, and they, they wire me up to this thing, this bag of something, and I have to lay on my left side. And the first thing I read on it, this could cause uh, colon cancer. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So they give me that, and they can say, we'll come back and see you in an hour. I go, an hour? <laughs> an hour? And she said, yes, an hour. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and then so somebody comes rushed in. They've had a horrible accident. And, of course, I'm being so self-involved that around 40 minutes later, I'm like, Hello? Hello? <laughs> What am I supposed to do? Like, so, something, so a nurse comes in. She goes, well, we're going to try to see if anything moves. And I'm really kind of shy about, even though I'm like belting it out now. But I mean, in person, I'm, I'm kind of shy. Like when I was a yeah. kid, I was a Libra. I, cut, I had a Libra t-shirt that my grandparents gave me. And I covered the side that said bra on it because it was so embarrassing. So I'm a bit of a, so whenever I wore it, it just said lit. And um, so anyhow, so the nurse comes in and and I went, oh, okay, just get it out of me. And the more I tried, the more painful it got and nothing was going. Nothing was happening. So they give me another bag. And I'm in there. At this point, I'm in there for three hours. Oh, wow. And there's really serious people, people with serious issues coming in. And I'm just sitting there. But well, you know, and they said they did say that if nothing moves, they would have to operate. Yeah. So and I'm not kidding. This other doctor comes in who happens to be a young male who's. Very attractive. It's oh, always no, the, the case. Worst. And he pulls something, you know how they have the pockets? Yeah. He pulls some long utensil <gasps> oh, out of no. his pocket and goes, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to go in and, and do this. And I thought, since <laughs> this year, Ryan is, he's flirting with me. That's a soda spoon. <laughs> and I went, well, I get the humor, but I, no, I, yeah, very, very funny. Like how long? He goes, no, I'm seriously having to, to go up there and start to move things around. I went, Excavate. so this is how far medicine, modern medicine medicine has moved along that I've now got. And I was, he, it was, and I said, is this a real soda spoon? And he said, well, yes, it is, but we use it for medical purposes. And it's not been, I said, it's not, you know, been in anybody's soda or anything. <laughs> in the no, it is. But but he it did is stop at Dairy Queen on the way in. <laughs> no, he didn't. It, it wasn't red. <laughs> it was white spot. But I'll tell you this. It was a lot longer oh. than the Dairy Queen spoon. <laughs> and of hard, cold metal that it's like the long, skinny hand and then the little, no. tiny little spoon at the end of it. Wow. So he was in there for like a good 10 minutes. And, oh, uh, Nancy, this is no, a horrible I know. story. And then he, he just kind of got at it. And then, you know, it was success. 
And at that point, I didn't care what he looked like. I was just yeah. like, get this out, get this out. And then it happened. And I just screamed and I did. I went, it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Everything came out and I was so happy and relieved. I'm sorry. We've pro- I've probably cost you a lot of listeners. No, no this, this is, is pretty. This is really the content that we are okay. here for. We always joke that the show should be called Toilet Talk because that's <laughs> yeah. really what yeah. we talk about. But no, this is Entire fascinating time. because like I had... Almost a year ago, like last August, I had my tonsils out and they gave me a bunch of T3s, but they Uh were so, they were very, like they gave me like pages of information being like, go buy a laxative and like drink prune juice and do all this stuff. And I was like, you know, terrified of, you know, because like I had so much other stuff going on. I didn't want like to have another problem on top of that. So I feel like whoever your surgeon was or your doctor was like, how dare they not warn you? The dangers of T3s, because that's like... Well, I think, like, but I mean, you know, in all fairness to them, they said, you know, you don't need to finish the whole bottle. Once the pain's, you know, the dis- and it wasn't pain, once yeah, but- the discomfort level's down, you can stop taking them. But I thought, well, that's a waste. T3s are also <laughs> just great. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I was having a great time on the couch and I was not eating well, obviously. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of... Well, I did. I brought it on myself. But Still, also, you would yeah. never have expected that sort of no. outcome. Yeah, no. that's scary. I told this story on this podcast. Uh, it was one of my like original retail nightmares was working at the fancy holistic health pharmacy. And this really lovely senior coming in looking for laxatives because he was not able to go to the bathroom. And he's really desperate. And he'd never really been in a store like this before. And he had said at one point, he's like, I did try putting a spoon up in there. And I was like... <laughs> Oh. Okay. I'm like, let me get you some help over here. You're in like a self spooner. Yeah. Way over and my I was head like, here. I felt really badly for him because he clearly like lived on his own and was trying to like, you know, not, yeah. you know, not be embarrassed. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, a spoon. I'm like, I can see it now after your story. I was like, this was, yeah. he was really going in the yeah. right direction. He just needed a bigger spoon. Yeah. A longer spoon. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Longer, long, pardon yeah. me. A longer spoon. Smaller in the length, not yeah. in the width. It's, it's the length of the yeah. spoon. The length yeah. of the spoon, not the motion of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, this customer was just trying to be his own handsome doctor. He yeah. was. Yeah. I have a really soft spot for that guy. He was very sweet. Yeah. Um, Hank is doing this thing that he does, Nancy, that's so weird. Um, I'm going to take a picture and send it to you. Yeah. When I am busy, but he wants attention, he just stares at a wall. Aww. <laughs> And he's like been doing ghost. it for about 30 minutes. Standing or sitting? Standing. It makes me feel very guilty. <laughs> There's probably so many smells he's smelling. So it's not like he's doing nothing. It's probably like... I think that he um, falls asleep like that. Oh. I think that's my new theory is that he's actually sleeping standing like a, up. Or in a trance of some kind. Yeah. That would be kind of eerie to wake up to in the middle of the night, though. I yeah. Mean, he's just standing In there. the middle of the night, he... Unless he really needs to go outside, he sleeps through the night like a like a little child. <laughs> That's great. That's so does Oliver. That's the dream. Uh, yeah. Oliver is the best. He's my baby. I can't. It's the amount I love him is is frightening. Right? Yeah. I'm so grateful for my dog. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, can't believe how lucky I am to like just have a pet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you don't have kids, like some, you know, the thing is, is that I always look at it. It's the only living thing that I've raised and that I am 100% responsible for is this, you know, this wonderful furry beast. Except your 
your toilet baby. <laughs> <laughs> Except for my toilet, my toilet son. Yeah, who's, who's an adult now? Eighteen years he ago. Is. Yeah, he is. He's grown up, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. He's not allowed in the house, though. No, you're <laughs> no, a bit estranged. No, he just lives no. behind. Good the swimmer, shed. though. He's a really good swimmer. Yeah, he's just he's doing laps of the ocean. I think. Yeah, he goes into the uh, the Canadian uh, float offs. <laughs> <laughs> he always comes home with a little prize. Wow. Sash is made out of toilet paper. I'm Um, sorry. You were saying like genuinely lovely things and I made it all about toilet talk again. Hey, listen, I'm always happy to turn in that direction. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I turned your 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 emotional uh, Dairy Queen evening into something that resolved that involved. I love it. And I will never think of the Dairy Queen spoon the same way ever again. Oh, that's so sweet. I I think I'm going to get Dairy Queen this week. (laughs) I haven't had it in a couple of years. A couple of years? Well, I try not to eat dairy, but you'd be surprised how much dairy I eat. <laughs> Is there dairy in Dairy Queen, though? It's ice Well, Jessica has milk. a theory. <laughs> I know. Well, because I'm lactose intolerant, but I can have Dairy Queen. So yeah, it's see, not- I don't think there's a lot of dairy in there. I yeah. think what it is, it's, it's, it's like skim. It's not a lot of, it's like milk products, but it's not like the fat. So that's what messes me up uh, is like when it's like a rich cheese or a heavy cream. But Dairy mm. Queen? Yeah, let's all right. Let's I'm have a treat to pizza, baby. Is it time for? Should we do grandfather reaction? Should we do grandfather reaction? Yeah, let's yeah, do that let's one Okay, now, I mean, we're talking about family. We're talking about toilet So this is, you show me a picture. I see a picture of your grandfather. Yeah, Yeah. and you just have your natural reaction. So I'm going to share my screen. Oh, yeah, and Jessica always says it's okay to make fun of it because he was not a nice man. Oh, yeah, he's a a bad dude. And he's no longer on this spiritual plane. He's been long gone for over 30 years. So here we go. Oh, also, just I'm going to warn you, there's, it's a photo of him, and then there's a photo of another person. But I think you'll be able to figure out who's who. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, my grandfather's uh, the one in the blue. Yeah. He kind of looks like, you know, a taxidermied uh, Popeye. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Doesn't yeah. He? Yeah, it also reminds like, me of one of those apple dolls that are made out of yes. the dried apples. Both yeah. of those are excellent. Excellent yeah. description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too bad he wasn't a nice guy because he'd be the type of guy that I would probably talk his ear off that I would want to chat to. Yeah. I mean, he'd probably be nice to you because you were like a younger woman that he would probably, uh, you know. He, well, I think he'd know he was, I was a sure thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he, I mean, he just wasn't very nice to his family. Oh. 
he divorced my grandfather or he divorced my grandmother in 1950. Who does that? Who did that? Somebody who really wants out. Yeah. Also, they (laughs) were Catholic. Like, that's not a thing. And they had like eight kids. Come on. Like what? Eight kids. Um, But so he's a bit of a, he's a bit of, I mean, he was a bit of a goblin. He also loved scaring children. So, (laughs) well, yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Like, like, but really scaring them or teasing, scaring them. Um, he probably thought it was teasing, scaring, but to me as a young child, it was like (laughs) traumatizing and Mm. like, I don't, I don't want to see him again because he's so mean and scary. (laughs) Like that kind of, I mean, I, I, uh, was lucky enough to know all four of my grandparents and one of my great grandparents, uh, and had a great relationship with all of them. And then this one, I was like, no, I'm good. Like, no, thank you. Oh, okay. So it was, you know, when like a a dog picks up on a v- bad vibe, I yep. feel like maybe yep. it was that sort of a thing. I had a dog sense as like a mm-hmm. small child. I had no, like no sense like that as a kid. I was always like trying to befriend like strange men. And my mom was like, you can't just be friends with the roofers. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the guys doing the driveway. I'm like, why not? She's like, I, I mean, don't the, know those them. are the most interesting people around, though. Like someone doing There's a trade. There's literally nothing to do in 1981. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to hang out with the roofers. They the tile cool. guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I had, my parents had to tell me many times that I couldn't, like, it, when someone asked me what my name was, I had to stop just at Jessica, because I would say, Jessica Rose Delisle, 298-9842-6360 Kitchener Street, uh, V, whatever, I can't remember my old postal code, uh, but they'd be like, stop, stop, that's a stranger, <laughs> do not give away. Yeah, I was pretty good at, I had some spidey senses when I was a kid. I was actually, it's that's, so good. yeah. I, I had spidey senses with, with certain people. That's a great skill to have. For me, it took a while, unfortunately. And then, yeah, learning to trust your gut is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would have spidey senses, but I would still talk their ear off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would start, like, I just chit-chat. Like, I honestly, like, I, like I, I, if I had a superpower, like, like, Brent and I were talking the other night, and I said, you know what? I kind of figure out what kind of superpower I would have. I said I would be uh, the chatterbox because every report card I had when I was a kid, it said I was a class chatterbox. And so I would just chat somebody away. I could, I could literally do that. Right. And uh, just into an oblivion. Yeah. 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 And I'm always really good at that with people. I'm really good at that with people I've just met. Like I'll talk to, I I go out for coffee and, uh, you know, and I'll bring a book or my phone or whatever like that. And if there's a nice person that seems nice that's sitting by, I'll start a conversation. And I know when I should shut up, but there's something about it that I just can't. I, I think I, if I had a superpower, I would be your sidekick. <laughs> I would be your <laughs> oh, protege because okay. I am the same. All my report cards said the same. In my grade 12 yearbook, I was voted most likely to have my own talk show and I guess here we are on toilet talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye uh, to my grandfather now. So if you have any uh, final. So long, Popeye. Final. Yeah, <laughs> that was. See, everyone. I mean, obviously, I've drawn the comparison to Freddy Krueger here with the yeah. side by side. But I do see. Yeah. The like. That if he was a taxidermy. Taxidermy yeah, or like a like a bad wax wax oh. uh, figure, you know, like a. 
off brand Madame Tussauds uh, wax museum, like Popeye or like yeah, someone. <laughs> I love it when the um, wax figures don't look anything. Oh, like I know the sign. Anything. Thing. I just <laughs> love it so much. It brings me so much joy when you're sta- you're like, I don't know who this is. That's what I have would to read pay the money sign. for. Like yeah. it's for the bad one. Like I don't care yeah. seeing like an Arnold Schwarzenegger that looks like him. Like I want to no. see yeah. a weird. Like, how did this happen? Like there's so much evidence to help this yeah. be better. And that it just fails miserably. I mean, after we get off the podcast, I think I'm going to treat myself to looking at some. Yeah. It's like looking at, at Dairy at Queen. Bad, at bad cakes. Yeah. I think I'm going to do Dairy Queen. It's my birthday next week. <gasps> and my um, favorite, it's Brent's birthday too, isn't it? He's Yeah. He's August 3rd. What are you? Fourth. <gasps> um, oh, my favorite bakery is closed. So I Which took an order. A lemonade bakery on Canby Street. Was that the one where the cute guy worked? Wasn't there a place that you found was no. a cute guy? Oh, yeah, that there was, was a cute bakery guy. Yeah. That was that. Um, oh, that guy was so cute. Uh, him. Yeah, Good he just kind of disappeared. Um, I think he went back to where he lived. Uh, he was a visitor. That was at Gluten Free Epicurean. That guy uh, was okay. So cute. Yeah, yeah, I remember you being quite smitten. Yeah, it's always yeah. nice when you're getting like a treat and then you're also looking at someone who's like <laughs> incredibly like lovely. Treat mm-hmm. for multiple And that's really senses. all I need. Like there was somebody posted something that made me laugh really hard and it's like, like, how can you date multiple people at once? I'm only attracted to like one person every seven years. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that is who I am. That's how the um, Vulcans do it. Yeah, maybe I'm a Vulcan. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they go into uh, heat every seven years. It's called Pond Far, and it's uh, very Ah. intense. And if I don't, I think if they don't mate, they die or something. Mm. I'm not a good Trekkie. I don't know my lore. I know Uh, nothing about the Trekkie world. Nothing. um, One thing on that walk that I went on, my Dairy Queen walk, on my way back, I walked along uh, 12th Avenue, like by Kitts Field there. With the beautiful, like, trees that are... Hey, you go to the Dairy Queen we go to. Yeah. I mean, and we'd like, like, wait, same thing about once a year, like, yeah. on Larch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the only one that's open till 5 a.m. <laughs> uh, which I never um, knew. Nancy, what's your go-to at Dairy Queen? Oh, I like to get um, the a chocolate dip cone, like, just oh, kind of granny stuff. So and right. I just a dip, just because to me, it's a classic. It's so good. I, it's yeah. And need. it's, I just, like, we'll just sit in the car. And finish it there. And then so I get cute. home and I'm depressed because it's gone. Yeah. Yes. And then again, so wait another year. Yeah. And then why couldn't I have just waited at least till I got home and got comfortable? But I just, I can't wait. I have no, I have no willpower. We can't even have cookies in the house. I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I literally would get up at three in the morning and eat them. I, uh, today I ordered groceries from Instacart and I talked myself out of getting my favorite cake that they have, which is like a cream vanilla with whipped cream and like strawberry jam. And uh, because it's, I eat the whole cake in one day and it's six servings. And so I ordered the oatmeal cookies, which are not that good. So I won't eat them all at once. And the oatmeal cookies were sold out. And the person doing my order is like, do you want the chocolate chip? And we're like, chocolate chip are like a crime against humanity. And then she laughed and I was like, do they have the cake? The cake's gone. Like I just, at one point in between a meeting, had like two pieces. I had like two pieces after lunch. And then I only, six servings, but I only make four servings out of it. And it's gone. And I, every time I get my groceries, I'm like, don't order the cake, Alicia. And it's not because I think that you shouldn't eat food like that. It's that 
because I will only eat that food yep. until it is gone. Well, yeah. it's the I'm best food. I'm that way with sweets too. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to yeah. eat the best thing. If you get to like, well, I'm going to eat the thing that I like less than the cake. Yeah. Yeah. Like I call myself Mrs. Nibbleton because sometimes... <laughs> Okay, I call myself of- Mrs. Nippleton because below here is just nipples. <laughs> like <laughs> hundreds of them. No, nibble. It's a B. It's oh. a B. Oh, okay. Nibbleton. Like I'll, if I can't sleep, which is quite frequently, and I'm lying in bed, and if I get stressy, like I'll be I'll be having a fight about something that I had when I was three. Right. You know, I'm just like I'm scrapping it out in my head. So I'll get up and I'll go downstairs. And if there's something, and especially if I know that there's anything left over that's of the like a cake or there's cookies or whatever, like, and I leave crumbs ev- everywhere because I just Horrible. go down and I'm like the, like, you know, like a, a, little like a mouse and I just eat it and I don't, don't clean up. I don't, I don't do anything. And I just go back up to bed and, uh, it looks like, you know, I can always think, you know, Brent can always tell when Mrs. Nibbleton strikes. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I, in a, you're in a fugue state. I am. I am A fugue state. Yeah. Yeah. It's where you don't, you it's like, like you're awake, but you're not aware. Yeah. People have like murdered people during that when it's been a defense. Yeah, you're not accountable for what happens when you're Mrs. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. My definitely those kind of things like the cake situation. I've had a stressful day and I was going into like a interviewing someone and I just I was kind of spaced out and just like eating the cake. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess there's none for after dinner. And I was like, this is dinner. You'll be fine. Yeah. Cake is dinner. Cake. I mean, food is I food. just love that fucking cake. It's just so comforting. And it's like this big. It's like. Yeah. Oh, it's not huge. It's a personal No, it's not cake. like a nice, like fun, like slab cake. It's like a. a yeah. It's just a nice. Of a cake. But, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Why is it so comforting, though? It's lousy, that comforting equals bad for you yeah, yeah. on us like chemically right like yeah so you know like and for myself my connection to food started at a very young age and mm. always had a sweet tooth and baked goods big fan um i'll never like oh, there's always an off button for like i'm not a savory like i won't go crazy on a bag of chips cheesies could yeah. happen yeah but yeah like when people like i have a, a sweet tooth i'm like do you because, like, it's a competition. <laughs> I got some sweet teeth. <laughs> you yeah. have a sweet baby tooth is what you've got. I my, got a sweet grown-up tooth. My teeth are made of Jolly Ranchers. Thank you Ooh. very much. Um, which I just learned that you can microwave and then blow bubbles with, and they, like, turn hard as That's you're beautiful. like, okay, well, who the fuck figured that out? You know, mad like, seriously, like, who just says, you know what, I'm going to put my Jolly Rancher into a in the microwave. People. Yeah, that's true. Hi, people, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, a friend this week sent me like an Instagram video that shows you how to carbonate fruit, which I was like, what? This is not a thing. But all you need is dry ice and fruit. And because I got my grocery delivery yesterday with some dry ice to keep it cold, I was like, I'm going to make carbonated blueberries. And it's real. And it works. And it tastes like fizzy fruit. It's so weird. Mm. But does it taste good? It tastes good. It was delicious. But it's just, it's very subtle. The video that I saw was, uh, the person was doing it with cherries. Apparently cherries work better because it's like a denser, you notice it more. Um, but it doesn't change the texture or the flavor or anything. It's just, I guess it like sublimates the gas. Mm. Um, but you just put a layer of dry ice and like a Tupperware, put a uh, paper towel over top and then put uh, your fruit, another layer. And then you put the lid on, but you don't close it tight. And then you leave it for like 20 minutes. Wow, so sciencey. 
Yeah, it was it cool. Is you should open a, a restaurant in New York. Yeah, called yes. uh, Le Bouble. Mm-hmm. Ah oui, uh. Le Bouble. It's just the bubble Jolly Ranchers and carbonated fruit. Yeah, I mean, I would be into that. That's dinner. Carbonated. No. Oh. No, because you drank it. No, that didn't Carbonara. Carbon. Carbonato. I don't know. Um, uh. Anyway, I was going to say, on my walk home from Dairy Queen, this is very dorky, but I need to finish the path that I wandered off onto this story. I was walking along 12th Avenue and Jay was like, look, Captain Kirk. And I looked and you could see into a window, like a basement apartment. Someone was watching Star Trek. And then I was just like standing there so happy, smiling, watching someone's screen. Like all you could see was the screen, but it was like original Star Trek. You can get arrested for Oh, I'm a peep and Tom. I was like, I just want to watch until I see Spock. But then Jay was like, let's go. And I was like, I could see a planet surface and I could see Captain Kirk and see, he seemed stressed out. We also have been watching Star Trek lately. So I was just like, oh, a kindred nerd spirit. I like I like seeing TVs through windows. I find it cozy. I love it. I always wonder and I always think I hope they're cozy in there. I hope they're in a really comfortable position and having a terrific snack. Even when you can just see the light changing and you know it's someone watching TV. And it's like so rare that you can actually see what someone's watching. Sometimes you get catch a glimpse and you're like, I wonder what that was. The other night also we saw there was one window totally like no blinds or anything. It was totally dark out, but the light was so bright. (laughs) It was not as exciting and erotic as Alicia is suggesting um, with her miming. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) But there was a person and it was so brightly lit and we're like, what's going on And there? It was blue and we realized there was a guy standing in front of like he had a piece of blue fabric behind him and he had a ring light. And like another light and he was wearing like a sweatshirt. And I was like, oh, he's filming himself on a blue screen. And it was so dorky and cool. And now I'm going to look at that window forever. It's just across the street and be like, what were you filming, sir? It's probably one of Vancouver's many actors. You shouldn't use your ring light. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like he was doing something more fun than just a self-tape, I think. Maybe it was a dating app thing he was yeah, filming maybe. himself for. Video dating. Video now they dating. have like now that they do stuff like that on video on video apps, on dating apps. Yeah. Really, yeah. Bringing it back. Yeah. Should we do Puppo? Sure. Nancy, who's your Puppo of the Week? My Puppo of the Week is this uh cow. Um, uh, and his name, he was named John Lewis and from this uh, farm sanctuary that I follow, like I just follow, like, I swear to God, everything, most everything I follow are animal sanctuaries. Yeah. And, um, and I'm obsessed with it. Like the noises coming off my phone or my (laughs) computer are just, I just love them. But, and his name is John Lewis and he was rescued as a baby and he started off, uh, his best friend was one of the, uh, a puppy, uh, Australian shepherd. Oh, that the, the the owners of the sanctuary, the gentle barn, and so the puppy and the and the the calf were became best friends, and then he just would play with the with, and they would sleep on the same little doggy bed or a big cow bed and and everything, and anyhow he's grown up and he just he he, he hugs Aww. and and he kisses and I just I just look at him all the time and go I'm going to smooch you one of these days I don't know how and I don't know when. But it's going to happen. Is I am going to smooch John Lewis. Is that him? Yeah, I found him. <laughs> there he is. There he is. He's a Jersey oh, cow. Oh, my baby. What a beautiful yeah. cow. Oh, he's bigger now. 
Yeah, this He's seems to be a uh, like a through the years. But oh, that's it with the dog. Oh, right, I'm gonna follow the gentle See? barn now. They're because the best. The best. What an adorable. Yeah. And here comes my puppo now. Oh, he's barking outside. He heard me oh, talking wow. about another. I've never another. heard of this. Oh, they've got a nice pig. Majestic. Oh, horse. They're, they're oh, they're beautiful, and they have musicians come in and play for them. Oh wow! They listen to the violin. They get uh, somebody plays a guitar uh, for them. It's just, it's beautiful. I want. That Lewis gig. is so beautiful. He's very chocolatey as a young, isn't he? Adult. Yeah. Now cows can live up to about twenty years, I think. So I don't know, but I'm. I feel I, like it's I, a long time. Yeah. Horses can be like really old. How old was old Billy the horse? I can't remember, but donkeys live a long time too. Maybe yeah. oh, I cows. love donkeys now too. <sighs> Have you ever been I to think the donkey sanctuary? A lot sanctuary? of these places, like you can, oh. you know the um, the guy on Twitter that we follow. What's that cow's name? Mm. Oh, oh shit! Oh, uh, do you uh, the oh uh, uh, crouton? crouton? Crouton. You can visit Crouton. Oh wow! I want to visit Crouton. Yeah, I also just think that like. Yeah, I follow this till the cows come home account on in Australia, and they rescue male calves from Aww. the dairy industry. And right. you can you can sponsor adoption of a cow for twenty dollars. Like that's Aww. all it takes because it's all it takes to transport them and to do like the finding of a new home. Those donkeys. <laughs> I sponsor elephants, baby elephants. Oh wow! So nice. Yeah. Amazing. You're a puppo, Nancy. Nancy's my puppo of the week. Yeah. I'm your puppo of the week. You're yeah. A real Jessica, puppo. who's your puppo? It's nice. been it's been like a an embarrassment of riches. I met a, a Bernese mountain dog puppy who was so lovely and beautiful. I met a, a real Maine Coon cat named Schnitzel who was amazing. But my real true puppo is this baby skunk. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, Jay and I have known that there's a skunk that lives sort of Listen like to me swooning. Oh, <laughs> um, there's a skunk that lives in the bushes, just uh, like probably 15 feet away from our balcony, and we know we've seen it. Like we hear it when it wakes up. It wakes up around like midnight usually, and because of the heat wave from a month ago, there's a ton of dead leaves on the ground, and so it makes a lot of sound when it wakes up and goes rooting around for grubs or whatever. But it's always been, it's been like way louder than normal. And now we've realized that it's because it's not just one, but there is a baby as well. Oh. And we came home, I think from our late night Dairy Queen walk. And we were like, oh. a big night. It was. (laughs) Big walk. And we saw, I was like, oh, there's a skunk. Uh, And we're like, it's the skunk. Like we know it heads in one direction because we've seen it at different times where like it wakes up and it heads out on its path and we've like we should follow it one time that would be fun but then on the other side of our lawn there was a baby skunk and it's like so cute like half the size and so now when we hear the sound we're like it's the baby skunk and it's It's just it's so cute to think that like every night like right now 15 feet away from my balcony is a baby skunk you have a baby baby skunk skunk. I oh, heard uh, two skunks making love outside my uh, oh. my old apartment building. I was, uh, I was lying in bed, and I always had the window open. And I heard this. <laughs> and I thought, what is that? So, so I put nice. my head out of the window, and I'm not kidding. The moonlight was on them, oh, and they were making wow. love. So there romantic. wasn't anything primal. They were making love, and I was like, oh. I'll leave you to it. And I went back to bed so and I sweet. thought, that's very sweet. I, I you never it. think of skunks having 
sex. Yeah. But yet then there's baby skunks. So it's got obviously they the cutest baby animal. I, I can't deal so with much. it. And it had, it was like, it didn't notice me. I was standing very still. I was filming it. And then it was about to like go meet up with its parent and it headed straight for me. And I was like, ah. so I stepped back and then it realized I was there. But it, I think maybe it was one of those things where it's like, if you don't move, it doesn't see you. I don't think they have good eyesight. Yeah. Or maybe better eyesight in the dark. And we were like, you know, in front of our building, which was more brightly lit. But maybe it was, it was a cry for help. Maybe yeah, maybe it was and just it wanted you. to hang out. Yeah, I mean, maybe he wanted to be adopted. That's Hank my dream. Is still staring. At, oh, now he's just slightly shifted. He's so cute. Anyways, this did is you been, send me the picture, Alicia? I did. Me? Yeah, and I on had what? Not, on, on Twitter. What, uh, on Twitter. Let me see. Sorry, I'm being rude. I don't no, see the picture. not at all. There not it is. Rude. I see the message. Oh. <laughs> He's just, oh, and he's God. still, he's just moved maybe six inches. It's like he's staring at the painting. Oh, yeah, wow. but he's just like, he'll do it at any wall, any wall, just away from me. And I feel like there's a message, but I don't know what it is. He's turning his back to you because you're ignoring him. But he really yeah. is just standing, staring. He's standing, oh, he's, got the, Hank. he's so cute. He really is. I can't handle it. Well, this has been such a treat, Nancy, to have you on the podcast again. We love you so much. And if people want to watch you... They want to listen to you on your show, Corner Gas Animated. Mm -hmm. Uh, How can they do that? Well, 8 o'clock on CTV Comedy Network. And uh, you should know that, Alicia, because uh, you're one of the writers. And you're very, very funny. (laughs) And you're so great. So Alicia is one of the writers on uh, the animated series. And it's fantastic that she's there. And um, yeah, at eight o'clock on CTV, and it's the fourth and final season of Corner Gas. So it's it's a good season. They've all been oh, good yeah. seasons. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, you're so such give, a give it a look. So wonderful. And thank you guys for having me because I think you guys are wonderful. Oh yeah, well, we love you. Um, um, <laughs> I'm gonna get a full back Nancy tattoo. Um, <laughs> your, name, your name is still on my wall from when you recorded here in person on my height oh, yeah. wall. And oh, really? I, I love it because you're keeping me company at the bottom of, <laughs> of everyone. Like there was never anyone close to me. It's usually it starts about two inches above uh, where I am. But it's like we're hanging out. See, I made you feel less alone. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's great. I, I yeah. love it. It's funny because yeah. everyone's like, you know, talks about they're like, oh, it's too bad that you're short. And I'm like, I would not trade being short for anything. I like it. Oh, it's I, never bothered me. It never bothered me. I can fit in small spaces. Yeah. I never think about it either, too. Well, like, I never think about it because I'm not particularly short, but I never think of anybody who is shorter than me as shorter than me. I always just feel like, oh, we're all the same size. And then I'll like loan Jessica something or get give her an article of clothing. She's like, this is... This is like a giant clothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's so funny because it's in your head. I don't notice until I see myself, like, in a photo. Yeah. See myself on camera. And then it's like, oh, I am a squirt. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm the gal who dresses who who thinks she's still to Swinton. So, yeah, we make up when she goes shopping. I don't, it's never never bothered me. (laughs) No. Never. It's just funny how I never thought it was a thing until. I mean, Jay, my husband is like six three, so when the two of us are together, it is a bit uh, ridiculous. But I don't think of it as weird either. And then I saw a photo of uh, former guest Stacy Burnett's mom and Stacy's partner standing side by side, and I was like, "That's like a funhouse mirror. Like what? Like I can't." And are they she, tall? Uh, her, the mom was 
quite petite and then her partner is tall. And so I was like, that looks so wacky. And then she was like, I think it's the same height difference as you and Jay. And I was like, oh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> That's hey, true. <laughs> it's all, it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Um, Jessica, if people want to buy a tote bag, if they want to donate to our Patreon account. Yeah, if you want to donate to our Patreon and support us, if you want to see that photo of my grandfather that Nancy reacted to, you can find us at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. We appreciate every single thing that you can donate, but also there are so many lovely other places to put your money. So no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Um, like you can sponsor a donkey or a cow or yeah. a baby elephant, but sponsor the retail nightmares because we because we are donkeys. It's, it's a lovely, yeah. it's 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 such a, a lovely skunk. place to be. Yeah, so. sponsor us, and then we'll sponsor the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's pretty good. If you want to buy a tote bag we have a few left we're getting low but we'll make some new ones soon possibly a new design by future guests maybe one day chris von sambathy excellent artist and that is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com that's our online shop uh and yeah you can just uh oh one other thing that's new is former guests beta judaki and nicole passmore made a <laughs> podcast called self hell and it's great they just released the first episode and jay and i did the music for it so you can find that wherever podcasts are and i love the first episode so you should listen to that <laughs> i'm sorry alicia is showing us all Jessica. her toys yeah, i'm like she's what? showing me all her toys i want nancy to come over and i'm like look at all the stuff you toys. could do at my house it's show and tell right now and i wish <laughs> that this podcast had a video component Oh, oh, it's Corner Gas Animated. Yeah, I've got a really good one I think you'll love. It's Sprout. Up? Oh, yeah. Oh, little green sprout. Yeah, Sprout Radio. Oh, oh, oh. Well, now I want to start showing you my no, stuff. No, Nancy's I've my got, friend. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, jolly, of show Nancy some Jolly stuff. green giant. I have a pen. It's because you're in Brent's uh, hangout poker room. I've got cuticle yeah. oil. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are bad. Oh, uh, what have I got? I, I have got this dress with a cigarette burn in it. <laughs> that is pretty oh, cool. Okay. What was that, Nancy? You, this was some a, type a mouse of pad? Uh, mouse pad, I oh, think. Very cool. Uh, I've got this. This is Jay's Fat Max oh. from when he was a carpenter. <laughs> very, very uh, sturdy. Can me measure. <laughs> Jessica and I are announcing what we have. Well, Alicia just very quietly and almost in in a sinister manner, sinister manner, bringing down her joys quietly. Her, her Pee Wee Herman doll. I really Beautiful. like this guy oh, too. Jack in the it's box. A Jack in the box. I've never eaten there, but I once went to use the bathroom there, and it was filled with diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that's a lovely memory. Oh, Bonham. Oh. Bonham. Oh. I got more stuff. You know, I got a Snoopy snow cone maker over here. I got, I got some peewee lunchbox. Oh, I, got some good stuff. I went to a. We lost Nancy. <laughs> I went to a yard sale on the weekend. Oh, Nancy has a barbecue spatula. That's a, I have it's a very clean. spatula and, and uh, very it's big. It's actually filthy. But oh, it looks really clean here. Yeah, you've got the mm, clean magic barbecue spatula filter yeah. on. I mean, you yeah. win. You win. Yeah. Well, I think you're only doing that because I'm the guest, but I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, you I also mean, I do have, love barbecues. There's a the Amazing Spider-Man pinball machine behind you, so I think yeah, you have, that's got nothing to do with me. I know, but it's in the house that you live in, so uh, yeah. I think you win. <laughs> There's a reason why it's in the garage of the house that. <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, quite yeah. match yeah. the rest of the decor. I'm guessing. Well, it just it's loud and and noisy and and yeah. I I've, I only play it once in a blue moon and um it's uh you know it's not my bag and that's after okay. you go to Dairy Queen you have and your your pinball once tournament. a year pinball machine yeah. she plays the saddest game of pinball ever because her ice cream cone is gone anniversary <laughs> it's yeah, our anniversary night we play pinball <laughs> <laughs> all night it's very romantic and then you watch the skunks doing it. And then we, yeah. Oh, so cute. It was really cute. That's like, I've got a new goal. That's I've seen hummingbirds having sex on Valentine's Day. So okay. that's the only time that they do it. Yeah, it's the only time that's legal. But You've skunks, seen flying ants do it? Ugh, they do it oh, in my really? hair. They do it on my oh. shirt. I hate it. Ugh. You sorry. hate I'm it? Sorry. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, so this has been a Retail <laughs> Nightmares podcast. Uh, thank you so much for everyone that's listened uh, today. <laughs> tomorrow and forever and forever <laughs> we love you and good night or good, good day night. bye, bye. bye.